Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. So over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful to have you here. Thank you again for being here. I am so um, honored that you would choose to listen to this episode. And I wish that you were on the other side of a table. We both had coffee and then I could listen to you too. I would absolutely love that. But until that moment, thank you for tuning in. It means a lot. And I pray that this simple little episode will minister to you today. As I've mentioned on the last couple of episodes, August is a pretty full month. And so I decided to do something very simple just doing episodes called August Answers, answering a random question, and then sharing a baby, baby journal entry. Today, I am going to answer the question, what is your favorite Bible verse? Now, I don't exactly think I can answer this question. Um, I have a lot of favorite Bible verses, but um, there's a couple that just come to my mind immediately. And I I love Isaiah 55, 8 through 13, where it talks about the Word of God, how the Word of God will not return void. That passage is just so powerful that if God said it, you can take it to the bank. It is absolutely, absolutely going to come to pass. I love, love, love Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, where it says, Wherefore, seeing you are compassed by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. I love that little nugget out of Hebrews. I love how it tells us to look to Jesus. That's where our power is. Um, I love how it calls him the author and the finisher. He finishes what he starts. I absolutely love that verse. Oh, which reminds me of another verse that I love. Philippians 1, 6. He that has begun a good work in you will perform it or will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. I have fallen back on that verse many a time and on that promise. I love um, two chapters out of Exodus together. They are just so gorgeous. Um, Chapters 33 and 34, this is where Moses begs God to show him his glory, and God says, you can't see me and live, and so he hides Moses in the cleft of the rock. There's just such beautiful scriptures in there. I love, love, love that. Um, I love Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18, where it says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall, shall there be fruit in the vine. So basically, there's not abundance. This is a season of lack, But it says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will give joy unto the God of my salvation. I love that scripture. I love Deuteronomy 34. And I know these aren't like single verses, but just chapters and maybe some suggestions for you to go check out. I love, adore, adore, adore Deuteronomy 34. I think it is one of the most tender places in all of scripture where God buries Moses. 
and you just see this incredible picture of relationship between the human and the divine and it is such a beautiful chapter i love psalm 91 uh, many actually attribute it to moses i memorized that when i was a little girl and that has been such a treasure in my life psalm 27 is another favorite the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war should rise up against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. It might be tabernacle, actually. But that chapter is just so full of beautiful, 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 beautiful scriptures. And my absolute favorite phrase in the whole Bible um, is Revelation 22.4. It says, and they shall see his face. And isn't that just the point of everything we're living for? It is the entire point of this relationship that we're fostering through Bible reading and prayer. That is the moment we are living for as Christians is this moment where we have lived this life of faith, this walk of faith. We've said no to our flesh in faith. We've endured hardships by faith and our faith is going to be made sight. We are going to see his face. What an incredible promise. So those are just a couple of scriptures that I love and um you know, go check them out. Maybe maybe you'll love them just as much as I do. And I would love to hear your favorite scriptures. Um, send me an email. Send me an Instagram message. I would love to check out your favorite scriptures as well. Today, I'm going to read a baby unedited journal entry called God Himself Shall Wipe Away All Tears from Their Eyes. And God Himself shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are all passed away. Revelation 21.5 What a beautiful image is painted in this verse. How tender a scene unfolds in that verse of scripture. I have watched others wipe away tears before. I have personally wiped away tears before. I have held faces and gently wiped away trickling tears with a thumb or a tissue or a hanky. I have seen parents kiss away tears from sweet cheeks. It is such an image of tenderness and comfort. The Bible does not simply state that there will be no more tears in heaven. It says that God himself shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. He doesn't simply remove them and pretend we never shed them. It seems as though God takes a moment to acknowledge them, to recognize that we did indeed shed them and that he knows the reasons for each one. He pauses before removing the tears and their cause and he affectionately wipes away the last one. Tears are liquid treasure to God and I believe he wants to savor that final drop. It almost seems that tears are so precious to him that he wants to memorialize that last one. His word says that though we must through much tribulation enter the kingdom of God, and he knows the pressure, burdens, trials, pain, heartache, and persecution that have been the cause of our tears. 
He knows all that was involved in making it to that moment. And in that moment, he will individually wipe away all tears from our eyes. He will honor that final drop with tender hands. What an image. That little thought has been such a blessing to me that God is going to not simply say there's no more crying in heaven, but he's going to wipe away the final tear from our eyes. What an incredibly tender God we serve. He's a perfect blend of justice and mercy. He is both, and I'm so grateful to know him and to walk with him, and so grateful that you're walking with him. Thank you again so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit meganedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.